Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. How's it going up in uh, Maryland? You guys got snow? No. Very cold, uh, but no snow. Uh, see, it's, it's it's been in, in Florida. Everyone's been complaining about it being cold because it's been in the 50s and 60s for like a week. Mm, yeah, it's been in the 20s. We're lucky if it hits 30 here in Maryland. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but no, um, last week I talked about having um, COVID. I'm pretty much over it. Um, both my kids did get it. Um, they did? Yep. Both How of did them. It, so you tested them? And all? We tested them um, just because, you know, going back to school and stuff, being responsible. And they did. Both of them did show symptoms as well. Um but they seem to be past the symptoms and that's good. Fully recovered as well. And you're, all, yeah. and you're all negative now. I mean, we didn't retest. You don't retest. You just you you just count the I count the five days and the kids count the ten days and then you oh. go about your business. Oh, I retested. Yeah, we not, you don't have to according to CDC. You just have to oh, isolate man. and then <laughs> the way the way the rules change. It might have been when I had COVID. You were supposed to retest. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. For for at least you know professional reasons like work yep. and school for the kids, it's five for us and ten for them. I so see. That's what we, right. we've gone with. Well, it feels good to get it out of the system, right? Be done with it. Been there, done that. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been tough. Limited options on what to do. Um, yes. Yeah. Know. Stuck in the house with all the kids. I know yeah, you're one that likes to get out, kids. move around. I had so many plans to go to DC. We're going to go to the Maryland Science Center. Um, uh, those are two separate trips. At least you were responsible, and because I feel like there's a lot of people who still stick to their plans, even if they have COVID. It's very tempting, and then you know, because after one day, when the kids aren't showing signs anymore, it's very tempting just to say, you know what, I'm sure it's fine. Home, mat, wear a mask, and, and go out there. Uh, but no, yep. we, we we we've been pretty good about it. I know certain people who even get the whole, every symptom of COVID, 
but refuse to go get the test because they don't want to quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Those are the people that Anthony Fauci rails about. Yeah, the, yeah. The, those the, are the worst. Those kind of people, yeah. Uh, but, no, we've been going on little walks outside, bundling up and going walks and stuff. So we've been making it through. I, I get In the ball bag, I got – I did splurge on my first – and we not in the ball bag, in the uh, ball, <laughs> ball four. four segment, if we yes. do that. I bought my first new video game since MLB The Show 21 or whatever, which I bought at the beginning of the season last year. I bought my first new video game um, to, uh, just the other day, just oh, since really? we were stuck in the house. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That makes sense. Uh, I When I had COVID, I, during the, the final five days, I did end up uh, playing a bunch of video games. Yeah, but of course, the way my life is, I couldn't buy a video game just for me. It had to be something I could play with my son to keep him occupied as well. Gotcha. It makes sense. I tried to find a game that we both could enjoy, which is challenging. I know we'll get into video games. We'll get get into video games during uh, Ball 4, but I'll just let you know uh, the PlayStation guy is still lying to me. Oh, that's surprising. Day in and day out, still lying. He now tells me tomorrow. You still get the daily texts. I get a daily text, daily phone calls. And now he's blaming everyone else. Now it was it was the secretary, then it was his boss. Now it's just the whole company. Uh, Josh, not... I would not be mad if you turned your entire Twitter Twitter handle over to just tweeting out the daily text. That well, you the get guys, from the guy's gotten a little smart, as in he makes phone calls instead of text messages. And I think it's because he doesn't want me to have records. Uh... Because I think he got wind of my plan of taking all of his text messages and turn it into a podcast. Yeah. Now, so, you, 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 did, now does he leave voicemails if you don't pick He up? does not leave voicemails. Mm, yeah. Voicemails would be – see, again, he's not leaving records because if he would leave me some voicemails, then I can put the whole serial music behind it. I can do a yeah. whole where is, my pod, where is my PlayStation. Yeah, no, this guy's good. Um, this guy, yeah. but, but again, again, I would go back to if he was really good, the normal thing to do is just to ghost you, is to ignore you. But the fact that he continues to text and call is what makes this whole thing a whole other level of bizarre. It's it's yes, because I think it's um, it's he's not trying to rip me off. Right. He's just a really bad liar. Like it's a decent dude who seems to be what in over his head with something. Oh no idea. Is that the deal? I have no idea. Okay. And all I want to do is get the truth, and I can't get the truth because it's always someone else's fault. Okay. So um, you think there's something? I don't want to imply anything about this. Do you think there's something Ozark related happening here? Like he's caught uh, up in something. Really some money laundering. Some money laundering. You know, I, I haven't. Something. I haven't had a chance to watch season four yet. Me, so me I'm either, only through season three. So uh, I have not. I mean, there is a new uh, poker room opening up down the street. So mm-hmm. maybe. But. Uh, but we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I think he's just. Uh, I think he means well, but he is just a failure. Mm. <laughs> At least in this part of his life, mm. that that he keeps thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go get them," and then that, or he's the most cursed person in the world and has yeah. the worst luck ever. Yeah. So I hope. It's, I hope this whole thing is he's an innocent victim. That's all, and he's just been had the worst luck. For going on for over a year now that uh, any human has ever had. I think that'd be a great end I of the just, story. I just hope my uh I just hope my PlayStation show up tomorrow. Yeah. Because I'd like to go back to like the end of February, softball season kicks off. I want to play softball with them. Yeah. I've been cleaning up my garage and kind of building a game room area. I want to invite them over for poker. I want to move on beyond this. Yeah. But until I get 
these PlayStations, I don't want to do any of that stuff with them. Yeah, it, it doesn't seems, make any sense. It seems to me the analogy I would go with is you guys had a pretty good friendship. You guys played softball together. You kind of banked on that friendship in a big deal, a big kind of contract type deal to which then he has failed his end of the bargain. And now he's kind of this endless thing in the back of your mind. To me, Josh, the analogy is he's, he's the Chris Davis of your life, right? If things start off well. You try to take things to to the next level with the deal. See, I was, and I hear fails. what I hear what you're saying, but yeah. Davis never came out with excuses. Davis just didn't oh, try. What? what? I, I think of Chris him Davis as never more came out with excuses. I think of him as more as the Dan Duquette of the relationship. Okay. I invested in him. I've seen little. I saw little things from him where I got my first PlayStation that I gifted to you. Yep. From him, I saw little things, and then I put him in charge of the whole organization yeah. and, and let him say, hey, you can trade everything I've got. Here's my money. Yeah. Here's whatever. Just get me the, get me the, the pallet of PlayStations. Yeah. And he hasn't came through. And, so and, it's kind of like Duquette trading the farm, getting rid of everything, and could not come through with a championship. Yeah. And then, and then after that, trading Machado to kind of replenish the farm system. To which we also got Bupkis. Well, that's more. That's that's. If we haven't gotten to that mode with this yet, that's more of like the setting the house on fire while you're leaving. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into some Orioles news. Okay. You just don't want to talk about my life for an hour. MLB news. No, no. I. I well, yeah, I don't really. I don't. <laughs> and well, I'm sure we'll hear more of it in the ball bag segment anyway. I mean, the uh, now we got two segments going on today. We got the ball bag and we got the ball force segment. Yeah. Yeah. Did we have any more we ball get segments? Rolling. I know. Um, Orioles news. Um, lock, we're, the the uh, baseball still a lockout. Josh, if you were to put a lockdown, percentage, um, oh lockdown. yeah, lockout, lockout. Yeah, lockout. Right. You had it right. I screwed it up. Um, Josh, if you had a percentage. Um, for the lockout, so spring training. Can we just say spring training is not happening on time? Is that what? Is that right? It's not. It's next week. Right. The Orioles have been Pitching sending me emails asking me to buy spring training. Yeah, yeah. So spring training is not starting on time. There's been no official announcement, but we can agree that that's probably a thing, right? Yeah, they're supposed to meet again. Uh, the owners, well, the owners are supposed to meet without the players to prepare a counteroffer or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and that's this is, and I tweeted that because this the news down. was federal mediators. Yeah, which sorry, you and I have been talking about since this started last November. What they need is a mediator. Yeah, but though again, like I, yeah, sure, we need a mediator. But again, I understand the player side where the owners could have been engaging in this talk. Yeah, a while ago. ago, and then they uh, owner said. The players had an offer. Owner said, "Okay, we will come with a counter offer." And then they never even counter offer. They just the owners. So I, I the owners why the don't. Players are mad too. Like I get yeah, because the owners don't that. care about a federal mediator. The owners just wanted a good PR move. Yeah, and they say, "Hey, we'll say we want a federal mediator." The players will say no, and we'll win the PR battle. Yes, you don't. I feel like it's a little inappropriate to go to a mediator before you even counter offer. But the frustrating thing is, like this all again could have been avoided if we're having this conversation in November instead of having it in February. That's the frustrating. The timing yeah. part is frustrating. Even right. the whole thing, we'll meet. We'll meet again on Tuesday. I, I was what, what? 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 You'll meet on Tuesday to talk about a plan, right? And they said this on Saturday. Like someone just go to your Zoom.com. Set up a freaking Zoom and have everyone hop on right now and talk about this thing. Right. That's what a normal business does. What are you waiting so long for? If there's an emergency at my business, 
I am on Zoom having a meeting about it this afternoon. Yeah. If it's bad enough, I am driving. I had something happen over the weekend. I drove two hours this morning to be on site this morning. Yeah. That's how it goes because that's how normal businesses work. And I get here. It might take a Tuesday to get everyone in the same room, but we have a thing called, you know, Zoom. We have technology. Uh, we have Google Meets or Teams, whatever one you, you, you want to use. Right. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But it's even so- if none of this stuff existed, how big of an emergency is this to you guys? Yeah. Your sprint training screwed up. Yeah. They're not no going to start acting, in a week. Yeah, the owners are not acting like it's an emergency. They come up with a deal on Tuesday. They accept it by Friday. The spring training is at least a week late. They're going to give players two weeks' notice before showing up to spring training. Yeah, it's just tough because, well, if, if uh, Josh, who, who does, if the lockout bleeds into the season, who does it hit, hurt more? Me. Owners or players? Me. Well, it hurts it, the fans more. It hurts the fans more than anything. Right, I know, I know, but, but they don't care about that. Who, who, who hurts more, though? The players or the, or if there's a lockout that continues in the season and they oh, the play owners. less games, the owners. who hurts more? The owners. Even if the players don't get paid? Yeah, the owners. Because whatever the own, the owners are getting, the owners need to fill those seats. The owners are, are the ones that have empty stadiums uh, sitting there. Yeah. What do you think it would hurt the players more? I do because they won't get paid, and the and the owners are already bil- billionaires. You, the, most of the players are not. Um, yeah. So I think financially, if you're going to take a hit, the owners are in a better position to withstand the hit a temporary hit as opposed to the players. I mean, the value of the Orioles is not going to go down if they don't start on time. Um, maybe long-term wise, it could hurt the owners more, but short-term, I think it hurts the players more. <sighs> and I think the owners know that. And I think the owners can kind of use that to say, Hey, listen, you need to work on our timeline. You know, they, because oh. it's almost now like a game of chicken, right? Who's going to give in first. Well, right now, yeah, you're right. But what it really screws is the owners. I mean, the play, the fans, because uh, people who have bought their opening day tickets, people have taken off work. I am staring at booking flights to come back for opening day. Right now, they're two hundred eight dollars a piece. Yeah, I'm probably going to buy them today, but I've been hesitant. I've been looking at them for a month because of this stupid lockdown, lockout. Because you know, if know. I'm going to take work off, fly to Baltimore, spend five days in Baltimore, there better be a freaking game. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. And I think, I don't know, like what percentage chance would you say that baseball does not start on time, that there is not a game on I, March 31st? I think I'm still leaning towards there's going to be a game by Mar- on March 31st. I'm leaning towards a shortened spring training. Even though there's been no good news. I know. I know, and I don't know. I think I there's, there's been no good news, but I also know a screwed up regular season hurts the game of baseball. Baseball's been struggling so much. The shortened COVID season, the the weird year last year with people kind of not hesitant to go back in the stadiums. All that baseball really needs to come out. Baseball needs to put this behind them. They can't be going if they don't. If they sort this out in the next two weeks, get spring training rolling. By the time opening day comes, we all forget about it and we move on. If this drags all the way out to opening day and opening day shifts, this is now a conversation for the entire year. If you do not start opening day on March 31st, the conversation the entire year is about how the schedule changed because of the lockout. And uh, if you sort it out now to start the season on time, 
it's something that us baseball nerds talk about and the general public doesn't worry about. Yeah, I, Josh, everything you said is true and logical. But money. <laughs> but we've gone down this road before, right? I know. This is not our first time down this road. I know. And this is where, like, <laughs> this is where I just don't understand, like, the stupidity of the owners and the players to push this. I can understand the players are like, I can understand the players waiting it out because it definitely in the end hurts the owners more than it hurts the players, at least until opening day. Hey, um, you know, I book a, I booked a flight the other day and I booked it for like 545 and then I got an email from the person I'm going yeah. to and they said, listen, sorry, that time is not going to work. Can you change the time? Right after I'd already just booked it. I was able to go back in about five minutes after I booked it, cancel it, and reschedule Yeah, with no fee. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. But why does he dictate the time? I thought you were – is he picking you up at the airport? Oh, no. This is for – this is when I was leaving my departing flight. And he said, you're going to have a meeting, so you're not going to be able to oh. make that departing oh, flight. Oh, okay. To come back. To come back. Yeah. Gotcha. But I didn't know I could cancel and reschedule a flight like that. So yeah. Quickly. Uh, well, I'm on the Southwest site right now because I was looking up yeah, these it was prices. Southwest is what I did. Yeah. yeah, I always fly Southwest. It says no cancel or change fees. Change your flight later without a fee. Yeah. Uh, so, um, other Orioles news. Um, I don't know if we get into this. There, there was an article posted on on uh, MLB trade rumors. Though I think the website does more than just talk about trade rumors. But this yeah, was, in fact, a news article about a trade rumor. I feel like MLB Trade Rumors is the best MLB website that's not like uh, – it's probably owned by NBC or something. But it's not, you know, ESPN, CBS Sports. Yeah. And it used to be, I guess, about all trade rumors. But now it's about any baseball news. Um, anyway, they, they had an article on there about um, the possibility of the Orioles exploring a trade for Anthony Santander. I feel like we've covered this ground before. Josh, uh, your yep. thoughts on what the Orioles should do with Santander. I mean, we all kind of know the situation. He just became arbitration eligible, so he's relatively right. cheap. He's under team control for a few more years. We also have, though, this plethora of young outfielders on the way. We also have Santander who had a really good year two years ago, but then a down year last year. Right. What, what do you think should happen to Santander? There's no point in trading him now. He, he had a down season. He's cheap. Our outfield, I know you say we have a plethora, but our outfield has lots of questions. I like Hayes. I like Mullins. I don't know who I want in right field. And if Santander can have the type of year he had two years ago, then Hayes, Mullins, Santander sounds like a great outfield to me. So I I get that it makes sense to trade him because he's cheap. Someone might want a decent outfielder. But you're trading on the downswing with Santander if you trade him right now. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like he has little to no value now. Um, and if he has a bad year, um, the Orioles might cut him after this year and he'll just, you know, give us nothing back. And if he has a good year, we might be able to trade him for, for a piece. I think right. he's he's not part of the future. Like, I would imagine I'd be surprised if in two years he's on the team. I think if he plays well, he'll be traded. If he plays poorly, he'll be cut. Um, but I don't think they can get any value for him now. So I think the best thing to do is hold on to him and then you'll make a decision. I think the decision becomes a little tougher next year. Um, do you cut them, do you whatever, because then some of our young outfielders will be closer to, ma- to major league ready and Santander will be getting a little bit more expensive. So you can, I think you can kind of kick this decision, kick, kick this decision uh, down the road one more year. Um, yeah, I agree. It's not going to hurt you. If you, if he sucks and you lose him, it's no, it's not a big loss. 
Yeah. You're not um, getting any real parts for trading Best him case now. scenario, he has an amazing first half, and then you can dump him at the all-star break or something. Or he has an amazing first half, and he's part of this future for a long time because he's cheap for three, three more years. Yeah, and he's only 26, so he's not right. certainly still a young player. So, uh, yeah. Now, I, again, I think you better chance of trading Trey Mancini this season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, it's kind of amazing, and we'll, we can get, we're going to get into the ballback segment where uh, a little bit about the Orioles' um, system as far as prospect, prospects go. But it's pretty amazing that Michael Elias has had very little kind of trade resources in his ten, three or ten tenure here with the Orioles, yet he's been able to kind of get some really good prospects without really any trade capital or quality trade ca- capital. And so I think we always are anxious to talk about the next guy to Anything. be traded. Um, but really, there's there's no one on this team currently besides John Means and Cedric Marlins who have incredibly high trade value. And I think we're getting to the point where hopefully, you know, you start to keep these guys, not look at trading these guys. I think we're getting yeah. past the point where we're trading everyone who's tradable. No, I, I agree. And um, again, if right, if you're that type of team that's going to win games and come back, you don't want to trade your players. Yeah. Uh, did you see Fangraphs projections? Was this today or yesterday that Fangraphs came out with their 2022 projections? I got so many questions about this because I just saw the graphic. Yeah, yeah. It was it was yesterday when I saw it too. Okay. I saw it yesterday. All so. right. So they're projecting the Orioles in last place. No surprise. Right. But they're projecting the Orioles to win 64 games. Right. Um, last year the Orioles won uh, 52 games. Okay. So they're predicting nice a 12 game improvement. But still. To have the worst record in baseball to get the number one pick, so that's a pretty good deal. You improve by twelve games, but you also have the worst record in baseball. Right. But here's my question: pick. Win-win. How does Fangraphs do this? Do they do it on our roster now? Because right now we don't have Adley Rushman, and we only have three pitchers. Right. So, so you would think add in Adley, add in some more decent pitching, and now suddenly maybe we're a seventy-win team. Yeah. So I actually looked into this and. Well, I looked into this a little bit, and I don't know exactly how it works, but I do know I did look up Fangraphs like their, our projected starting ro- 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 rotation, because my question was, like, I don't understand how this team can win. What was it, sixty-four games? Right. I don't understand. With no changes win. from last year. Sixty-four games. If he, here is our starting rotation right now, according to Fangraphs, this is what Fangraphs has as our projected starting rotation: John Means, Jordan Lyles. Bruce Zimmerman, Keegan Aiken, Zach Lothar. You can't tell me that starting five is going to win, you know, is not going to lose 100 games. Right. Now, I, I was digging a little bit deeper, right? And you can go I, to. I tried. I went to Fangraphs, and they had one sentence listed under this about the Orioles. And the, their, their comment about the Orioles was the Orioles exist. Their goal this year is to complete 162 games and win some of them. Oh, see, that's that's see that's, Which, that's an ESPN-type nonsense. I'm exactly. That Fangraphs doesn't explain the fact that Fangraphs, you predicted a 12-game upswing on the Orioles. What changed? Yeah. So here are some, here are some things that I I, – because I, I don't know if they use this, Josh, but they have two things on their website. One is called Zips and one yeah. is called Steamer that predicts. Right. All right. So if you look at Steamer, for example, Steamer predicts um, – that if you're looking at someone like um, Grayson Rodriguez, for example, they predict that Grayson Rodriguez will start 13 games, pitch in 74 innings, right? 
They, they predict Kyle Bradish will start six games. They predict that D.L. Hall will start five games. But they have the overwhelming majority of games being started by Means, Zimmerman, Aiken, Lothar, and actually Kramer um, is on that list as well. But if you look at if you look at um, batters, according to Steamer, they have Adley Rutschman as playing in 95 games, right? And so I think okay. we wonder, is Adley Rutschman going to play in 95 games? Is he going to play in 155 games? Um, they also have just some other interesting – they have um, DJ Stewart playing 52 games. I don't know if that's happening. Right. They have, they have Santander playing 130 games. Again, I don't know if that's actually happening. Um, so – all of this, I feel like, especially with a team like the Orioles, there's just so much kind of influx right now, especially with pitching, that it's really, I think, hard to predict because it's hard to project innings. So I was thinking about yeah. this, and not to go, not, not to get too 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 much on a tangent, but I was thinking about this today. Our pitching, I, I, I want to group our pitching, Josh, into four categories. Here's how I see it. We have one cat- category one, like professional pitchers proving, and this is just our starters, proven starter professional pitchers, okay? Right. I see us as having two of them, John Means and Jordan Lyles. Yeah. In this next category, I have kind of super talented but unproven. So really talented but young and unproven. In that category, I put Michael Bauman, I put Cal Bradish, and of course, I put Grayson Rodriguez and D.L. Hall. Those are four guys, Bauman, Bradish, Grayson, and Hall, that could be in the majors this year, but maybe not, but also kind of have super good stuff, but have not proven it in the majors. And the third category, I put kind of our less talented, had some success in the minors, getting a little bit older, but have never proven it consistently in the majors those are your Bruce Zimmermans, your your Zach Lothar, your Alexander Wells, your Dean Kramer. None of those guys might work out. And yeah. then the last category is just Keegan Aiken. I don't know where to put him. <laughs> right, well, I've got one more name to throw out for you. Yeah. Uh, who I, is uh, Matt Harvey. Right. He's a free agent. He, you're right. But the Orioles could easily bring him back, cheap yeah. again. He would he, go into the my Aiken Harvey category. Right. He didn't come out as a star, but he was an inning eater. Veterans who aren't very good but can eat innings. Yeah. Right. So but, but no, I, if, there's if lots that, of questions with our rotation. Yeah, there's so many questions, right? If in that Bauman, Bradish, Hall, Rodriguez, if one or two of those guys can play in over half the games this year and be and be uh, and be as good as they can be, well that changes things. If Zimmerman, Lothar, Wells, Kramer, we don't have to have all those if one of those guys work out. Then all of a sudden we're we're, we're sitting a, a, a lot better, but as is, I have little confidence right right now. Zimmerman I think is our number two starter, maybe Lyles is in there, but I have little confidence in either of them. I don't care where the fence is, um, but it's gonna. I mean, this is our the Orioles' record next year will be all about these names: Bauman, Bradish. Zimmerman, Lothar, Wells, Kramer, and Rodriguez and Hall, when they get here, if they get here, um, that's that's going to be our season, right? If we can find three starters out of that whole group, then all of a sudden, you know, w- we we could win 70 games. But if if they don't perform or if they don't make it to, to, to the majors even, 
um, then we're in for another 100-plus loss season. So I think specifically with the Orioles, because there's so many unknowns out there with our pitching staff specifically, um, you're also unknown how many games Adley will play and stuff. Um, but I think it becomes hard to predict this season. And, and, and hopefully, right, in a perfect world, um, and here's the other thing about those projections, Josh. Yep. There's a lot of free agents still out there. Yes. <laughs> Other teams will sign free agents. I don't know if the Orioles will sign free agents. And if we do, we'll sign them at Harvey. Meanwhile, the, you know, the Yankees will sign, uh, you know, that first baseman from Atlanta, Freddie Freeman or something. Or, um, like, I have every belief that, or they'll sign Trevor Story or Carlos Correa. I have every belief that AL East teams will get significantly better because of free agency once the lock out ends and I don't know if the Orioles will. So I think this may be the best our projection looks uh, because the free agency really hasn't completely right. taken place yet. Oh, yeah, we'll find out. All right. Um, all right. The only other Oriole news this week is the Orioles did what they always do around this time. It just makes a whole lot more sense when there's actually baseball games to talk about, but they released their 2022 promotional schedule. The highlight for you every year is when this schedule comes out. Have you taken a uh, glance over it? Uh, no, I don't All care. Right. All right, I'm, here's not, I'm, not, I'm not basing my calendar decisions around their promotion. I don't schedule. know. August 20th, you might want to be uh, over at Camden Yards to get a Boog Pal bobblehead. Now, I'll tell you, this is Boog Pal swinging a bat at the plate. Not uh, selling like a home uh, run swing. Pit beef would, sandwiches. How much more popular would a Boog Pal bobblehead, like handing out pit beef sandwiches? Yeah, it, that'd be the oh, that'd be the coolest bobblehead ever. Yeah, that, of, that's the book pal we that that we know and love. Exactly. I I, I it's great having book pal because we're doing this whole thirtieth anniversary thing of the Orioles. Great to have a book pal bobblehead. We did Palmer, we did Brooks the past few years. Book pal makes sense to do, but it would be so much cooler to have a, a pippy bobblehead. Yeah, or maybe both, right? And you and you don't know what you want to get, and you can trade whichever one you want. Um, <laughs> Nobody's going to trade for it. Yeah, give me the player. Give me the one that looks so? like every other bobblehead oh, I have. You think dad, dad, you don't think some of these old men would rather have, or old women, would rather have a boot pal the player? I don't know. Oh, I they don't would. Know. Get out of here. Get out I don't of here. They, they, they absolutely would. And I, I, right. I, I'm a fan actually of that. I don't really care about the bobblehead. But at any time the Orioles kind of celebrate their rich history, it's great. I support. So I, I support the boot pal bobblehead. And that's what they're doing this year with the whole 30th anniversary. They're doing a uh, scheduled magnets are back for opening day. I feel like they didn't have them last year. So they're back. For kids opening day, it's an Orioles poppet toy. Do do you kids get into these stupid poppet toys? No, but like we've been given poppet toys by other people. (laughs) I I don't really understand them. It's just, yeah, it's just a stupid toy that these kids are obsessed with, especially in like. never touch them. My kids never touch them. Second second grade, it's like the coolest thing. Your poppets are better than other people's poppets. I was thinking about in my classroom, you know, handing out poppets to my high schoolers just to keep them awake or something. I don't know. I think it's supposed to help kids stay focused or whatever. But like for me, my biggest problem is sleeping. If I can get this kid to stay awake. It's less distracting than the fidget spinners. 
Yes, I agree. It's an upgrade over the fidget spinners. Right. So maybe maybe we should do some three thirty six puppets. Okay, we can hand out to your students. So let's try to make money off them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, For Jackie Robinson Day, what do you think would be a cool giveaway for Jackie Robinson Day? Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe a you know a a jersey with the number with the forty two. That would be cool. Maybe a maybe a Jackie Robinson bobblehead that the entire country gives out. All of baseball, that would be cool. Yeah. But no, they're just going to do a pin. Oh, a pin? A pin. It's the seventy. It's the 75th anniversary. Of course you want a pin. Okay. But you know what? There's two good things about the pin. One, I think pins are underrated. I like a little pin on my uh, my, my tie or something. I think pins okay. are underrated. But pins, you can probably give out 40,000 pins where exactly. you would only give out 5,000 bobbleheads. Exactly. It's probably a pin for everyone. And you can easily stick it in your pocket and not even have to carry it around the stadium. Yeah, though it probably becomes a bit of a weapon my kids find and stab an eye out. Maybe I can sue the Orioles when, when that happens. Oh, pop off the cover, just tape it to random people's chairs. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Father's Day, they're giving out a golf visor. I'm fine with that. The Hawaiian shirt is I don't back. golf, and I have, but I don't wear visors either, but okay. I'm there are a few Orioles t-shirt nights without saying what the t-shirts are. And there is a player bobblehead. Without saying who the player is. Why do you think the Orioles don't say the player and don't say the shirts? I think that's always really smart to do. I don't know how. I would imagine you have to no, order the bobbleheads very the, far in advance. Though, the bobbleheads right? have been ordered by now, yes. You think so? Yeah. You know why it doesn't say? What? Lockout. That's the it's only reason. The, it's the lockout. You cannot, while the players are locked out, they cannot make money off of the faces or names of the players. Oh, so. That's why if you go to MLB.com, it's all the it's all the history. You go to the app and it tells me about Cal Ripken's like amazing career. Yeah, I get all that, but even even listing a bobblehead name. Yeah, because you're selling Oriole tickets using uh, Ryan Mountcastle's name. I guess that's true. So my question for you is, who's the bobblehead? Um, has there been? I, I don't remember from last year. Has there been? I mean, the most obvious two obvious choices would be John Means and Cedric Mullins. Well, last year we had the John Means Business bobblehead. Oh, that's right. And we haven't had a Cedric Mullins, right? We have not had it. That's what I'm looking and glancing over. We have not had a Cedric Mullins. I think we have not, we have not had absolute. a Ryan Mountcastle, but I think you are skipping the most obvious one. Well, I assume they've done Trey Mancini stuff. We have never had a Trey Mancini bobblehead? I don't think I, – I don't see a Trey Mancini bobblehead in my collection. So I'm not sure, and I don't know why you want to do a strikeout cancer Trey Mancini bobblehead with, like, that K shirt that they all use. Yeah. Um, right. I, I agree. But, Josh, given your logic, let me ask you another question. When's the bobblehead giveaway? Uh, that's a good point. We do not want to be in a weird Oakland A's situation. Yeah. So you, just, August 5th. That's past the trade deadline. Nope, it's got to be Cedric Mullins or Ryan Mountcastle. It's past the trade deadline. Or, or uh, yeah, that's past. That's past the. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. It cannot be Trey in August. There's too many questions there. Would you be ambitious enough to do Adley Rutschman? Maybe that makes his. Uh, that would not be his first know. game, but no, no. You would think by August 5th he would be in. Yeah, why not do an Adley? And if you do an Adley Rutschman bobblehead, it's going to be a sellout. Yeah, 
that yeah, stadium's it packed. Be, it would be. I wonder though if is that too much. That's a that's putting a little, all your chips on the table. <laughs> like, no, there's not enough all, pressure on Adley Rutschman. It's you know, a little you're, bit. You're jumping Cedric Mullins. You're jumping Trey Mancini. You're jumping. But Ryan I like Cal, so here's your own bobblehead. Yeah, I don't think they would do that. Uh, but I like what you're thinking, and. We've had all this hype for players in the past. We saw it with with Matt Wieters as an Orioles. Other teams have had it. I do like the idea of putting so much pressure on Adley Rushman that they would have April 30th, Adley Rushman Day. And they give out Adley Rushman T-shirts or Adley Rushman bobbleheads and announce now that that's Adley Rushman's first day. Whatever it is, whatever that day is where you can bring them up and you get that extra year of control, you schedule it for that day, you do a promotion, and you just blow the place up. I like that idea. Yeah. Adley um, then goes over for 4, and everyone goes out and leaves disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder, um, and this is something for Royal fans to pay attention to, one of the topics debated, not to talk about the lockout again, but one of the topics debated is service, manipula- service time manipulations with these, with these young yeah. players. And so this might be addressed, um, and if it's addressed, that that definitely affects when Adley starts. If it's addressed yeah. and they get rid of that, then why not have Adley open the day? Yeah, but That's either why way, I'm booking Josh, my flights tonight. Yeah, I I don't care. Even if I've moved at that point, which I I don't think I will have moved, but I will attend Adley Rutschman's first yeah, game. Of course, <laughs> I told you I'm flying up. I'm flying up, no matter what it is. I'm I coming am up. Going to start. Um, the party and celebration from the moment the decision is announced, and I will continue in party and celebrating till you know I see his first oh, really? bat where he homers. Okay, well, we should we should do that. We should say, all right, we're all going to Adley's first game when he gets his first hit or extra base hit. What do you want to call it? We 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 make a thing, and when he does that first, if he does that in the first game, we all meet at a certain part of the stadium to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. If he doesn't, we got to go back for game two. Right, right. <laughs> game three and game right. four until he when doesn't. Adley, right. Adley gets a double or more. We all meet on the uh, at the center field bar to celebrate. Yeah. Though I don't think they'll let you in center field bar because there'd be so many people there in his first uh, game. Good point. Yeah. Good point. We'll have to find something else to meet. Yeah. The, uh, the Le- No, you know where we meet? Leg- the Legends Park or whatever, where all yeah. the statues are. Yeah. So we can discuss where we're going to put the Adley statue. Yeah. Make sure they have room for it. Right, exactly. So that's where we meet. We meet where we're going to put the new statue. That's right. We meet at the future side of the Adley Rutschman statue. And we'll, we'll, we'll bring a, we just bring a big banner that says future Adley. Future side of Adley Rutschman right. statue. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we wait until he gets that big double or home run. We all meet up there, us and all the other 336ers. We hold up the banner. That's like guaranteed TV time. Yeah. I like it. So, can the cameras we'll, get back there to that statue area? Yeah, they can get out there. Yeah. They can get back there. All right. We'll figure it out. That or we that or we go up in the upper deck where they have the circles, the discs for all the Hall of Fame numbers, and we just make we a just big drop circle down Adley Rushman and number. drop down a Adley Rushman circle. Yeah, I have to look at where those seats are. That would be pretty interesting to get those seats for Adley's first game. Yeah. All right, Josh. Well, we haven't gotten to the ball bag or the ball four segment, and we're about out of time of the show. So let's get to some ball bag. I thought we didn't have uh, any topics today. It's going to turn to rapid fire here if we don't get right. started. You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? What's your name again? It's ball bag. Like, posh. 
All right, let's get through these. Uh, we'll do rapid fire. Um, first one up, Michael. Of the remaining free agents, any you would like to think, any that you like or think could be an actual surprise sign-in? Um, I mean, are we, did, we all like Carlos Carrera, but we're just crossing him out because it's not practical. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I think it actually makes a lot of sense for Carlos Correa. I, I don't know how much I, sense it makes sense to, how much it makes sense for Orioles ownership or for Mike Elias. But for me, it, it always made sense. He's 27 years old. I'd give him 10 years, no question. Yeah, I, I would too. It's not my money. Um, but but, but I, I would too. And it's almost like the Padres did with Manny Machado, right? You right. do with Carlos Correa. Then you don't have to worry about shortstop on your World Series year. You can worry about filling in all the holes. Now, I get the hesitancy to do that, and we don't need to really entertain this. I don't think the Orioles are really going to do it. And the, the, the problem with that is then you tie up all that money to cost Correa. What if it turns out that Gunnar Henderson's a great shortstop, and now all of yeah. a sudden you're, you're short on two starting pitchers, and now you don't have the money to spend on starting pitching because you spend on a cost Correa. So but, I get it, but still, I think it makes sense. Right, to but your hope would be that then Carlos Correa is still in a station where you could trade him or you move Gunnar Henderson to third base, something like that. Yeah. And make um, it work. There's still a lot of free agents out there. Carlos Rondon, yeah. Freddie Freeman, well, Nick Castellanos. Even at shortstop, Trevor Story's not that much of a step back from Correa. He's not. Clayton Kershaw, Kyle Schwarber, you know, Nelson Cruz is still out there. There's still Anthony Rizzo is still out there. Johnny Cueto, Tommy Pham, Michael Pineda. Like, there's still a lot of quality players out there. Do I think the Orioles will sign any of them? No, we might sign Matt Harvey. Um, I, I think we will sign one more veteran Matt Harvey-esque starting pitcher. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. Is there anything to say that, uh, like, so many uh, former Orioles starting pitchers have been signed already? Gaussman got signed. Uh, Rodriguez uh, signed. Uh, D- 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 Dylan Bundy. Dylan Bundy got signed. Alex Cobb got signed. Sure, Alex Cobb too. Rich yeah. Hill got signed. Well, yeah, and and Cobb saw that maybe um, the Giants saw what I mean. The Giants, Josh, weren't the Giants? I know I'm just maybe, maybe I'm being stupid here. Weren't the Giants the people who picked up Hunter Harvey? I think they were. Uh, I'm not sure. They they had Gosman. Yeah, they had Gosman, and they just signed Alex Cobb. So yeah. it seems like the Giants. Like, uh, they like former Orioles. It's kind of like the Braves. The Braves were doing that for a little bit too, where they were yeah. grabbing any Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles stuff. are like, these guys don't know how to do anything. The Giants are like, the Orioles don't know how to do anything. We'll just take all their pitchers and we'll turn them good. Yeah. Um, so we clearly need pitching. Do you think we have any shot at uh, Radon, Kershaw, Grinky, any of these guys? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the top pitchers in the market, I would say Radon, no. Kershaw, Grinky. Tyler Anderson, Michael Pineda, uh, Danny Duffy, yeah. Johnny Cueto. No, no, I don't think we go after. Uh, I mean, uh, now and now, we're, and then we get down to like Matt Harvey territory, where it's like, all right, just give him a chance again. Yeah, yeah, no, I think maybe like a Zach Davies or a, a Matt Harvey, um, someone who maybe has had a little bit of previous success as a relatively young. That we do a one-year deal on. Um, I mean, it is interesting that all of the top free agents are like low thirties. There's no young guys out there in, in the pitching market because pitching is just locked up. You lock oh, it up. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of guys so, in their upper thirties, right? Right. 
Rich Hill is 42 years old, and he signed another deal. We, yeah. we give, we give uh, Tom Brady all this attention. Everyone needs to start telling stories on Rich Hill. Yes. Seriously. Um, and Nelson Cruz, he's going to sign somewhere. He must be up there too, right? He must be up there in his 40s. Let's um, see. Nelson. But, Nelson but yeah, Cruz. I mean, the, the, the biggest need on our team. Nelson Cruz is, is 40, 41 years old. He'll okay, turn 42 yeah. in July. The biggest need on our team is certainly starting pitching. I mean, I would argue we still don't have, um, you know, our infield still has serious issues. If, right. If and you, that's why we dream of Correa. If you look at our projected infield, we're talking about Kevin Gutierrez at third, Rodneg Adore at second, and Arias yeah. at, at at short. That's not an infield to get anyone yeah. excited. And and right now we have no catchers, so we've got Adley. Yeah. We literally have no catchers on the roster. Right. Oscar roster. Yeah. Maybe we can bring back Chancisco. Yeah. Right. Um, so, do will the or will the Orioles sign anybody? I think it's possible they sign a veteran starting pitcher. Um, I'm still like pipe dream. I don't know what I would do if they sign the Carlos Correa. I do think in some weird world. I tell you what I do. I'd buy a jersey. I would too. I would buy a Correa jersey. Yeah. I mean, I bet. I bet we could pay. I bet Oriole fans would pay for maybe you know a tenth of the first year. Deal of Correa just on jersey sales in the first week. So we'll cover his salary for the first week. Yeah, like we'll first week of baseball, we've got you covered. We'll cover you for the month of March. Um, You guys can take care of the rest. The month of March. That's what one game. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's opening day. We got you. Yeah, but but no, I mean, this is usually Josh. Like, can you? I mean, it's. It makes no sense that all these free agents are still available. The only no. way all these free agents are available is February. It's like, it's like you do a lockout or something. Yeah, as if they do a lockout or something. But but normally, in remember, in January, we get all – like, can you imagine? Come whenever this lockout ends, <laughs> that, it's that going to be pandemonium day. with all these kind of highly touted prospects and where they end up. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. And that's going to mean – I mean, what's going to happen – here's going to ha- end up happening. Thor's aren't going to sign any free agents. They will kind of wait for all these good teams to sign free agents and see who drops off their 40-man, right. and we'll pick up the scraps. That's yeah, and what's going to happen is they're going to make a deal, and then they're going to say, okay, free agency opens back up in two days. So then they'll do all the little behind-the-scenes calls and unofficial calls over those two days, and then that day that a free agency opens up, it's going to be bang, 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 and it's going to be – hopefully it's on a Monday. So Monday through Wednesday, you just have free agents being signed left and right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The only scenario where we get Carlos Correa, I feel like, is if um, well, remember he's now represented by Scott Boris. Yeah, which is fine. Um, so it would so be Gunnar Henderson. By so the, the way. only way we get him is Peter Angelos makes the deal and goes around everyone like yeah. Chris Davis. And it wouldn't be the first time he did that, right? Um, unfortunately, his sons are now running things. I don't think they get in the way like like Peter did. Um, bring back Peter Angelos. I would just get in the way. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But see, Mike Elias is from from Houston and all, so he's got to love Carlos he, he Correa. Drafted Carlos, he, he drafted, drafted Carlos Correa. Him. Because part well, of me would say— him, He was part of the team that scouted and drafted him. Right. And that gives me a little bit of hope because otherwise I'd say, oh, well, part of Mike Elias is going to bring in this big star that's going to— everyone say that star built the, took the team because Mike Elias is going to want to get all the credit for it. But he is— Part of the team that drafted Carlos Correa, so maybe that gives you a little something. 
Yeah, and I mean, eventually, you're going to have to sign free agents to fill holes. If it's not this offseason, it's going to be next offseason. Um, so, and I, I think middle infield is going to be a hole. And so whether yeah. it's, I mean, whether it's shortstop or third base, second base, and Gunnar Henderson or Jordan Westberg, if you really like Jordan Westberg, I'm not, I'm I not, love, I'm not huge on Jordan Westberg. Like other people no, but I love Gunnar and he can move either. You can move him to third. You can move him to second in a pinch, I think. Um, yeah. So I think you can find spots for, for, for these guys and maybe and Carlos everyone Curry, always needs like infielders. Yeah, maybe you do what Manny did in San Diego. Like when Carlos gets a couple years into this contract, gets a little bit less quick, you move him over to third, and then Gunner's ready to move in at short or or someone right. else is ready at short. But yeah, of course I, I, mean, I don't think. Um, no, not him. But I, No, not him. Kirst, Isn't Kirst at a shortstop? No, he's right field. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. but. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think you can find spots for the other guys. Again, that's a position of we got a lot more outfielders than we do infielders, and I think. But anyway, we're talking about a right. dream. That's, that's right. Well, speaking of our farm system and players, uh, next up, what do you think of Keith Law's rankings of our farm system, farm system as tenth? This is after a lot of other people listed it as first. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to Baseball America for a while. They have a good podcast where they talk about their prospects and. They have us as number two, and they said we could have very easily been number one. We have the number one overall prospect um, in Adley Rutschman, and we have the number one overall pitching prospect in Grace Rodriguez. And, you know, some people say that D.L. Hall is even better than, than Grace Rodriguez as far as stuff goes, if he can just stay healthy. And then and then Gunnar Henderson is a top 100 prospect from, from most people's accounts. And you had Colt Kowser and um, Heston Kerstad um, and Jordan Westberg. If they're not in the top 100, they're knocking on the door. So with all that said, um, it is surprising, and Keith Law by far has the Orioles um, rank lower than other other places, and Oriole fans, I guess, will be outraged by it. Now, three years ago, Keith Law had the Orioles as 30th, Yeah, as everyone else was starting to move him up into the mid-20s, low-20s. So here's, he's, uh, here's the thing you got to understand, though, and here's why. I'll tell you, I didn't read the article because I don't subscribe to The Athletic. But I'll tell you why they're 10th. It's not a mystery why they're 10th. You shouldn't be outraged. No, by I, know why, I know why they're 10th. Josh, tell, tell me why they're 10th. I'll tell you why they're 10th. International. Yes. Yeah. They don't have – they have a lot of highly ranked prospects. They do not have the depth right. that these other teams do. And that's what it is. It's all about depth where they might have the top prospects now, which means they have the great farm system now. But it all depends. How, are you ranking the farm system on the current thing or the farm system on how it's set up for the next 10 years? Right. Because the guys you just started signing internationally, which everyone else has been doing, if you look at Seattle, uh, you know, they got five, six guys in their top 30 who are international guys. We, we, we don't have any, right? Because, or we, we do now, but when Michael I started, we had, we had Yusnel Diaz, who we got in a trade, and no one and else. That's, and, right. and it takes a few years. We just talked about this year. We signed a bunch of really good 16-year-olds. And so in four years... They'll show up on our prospect rankings during three years. They'll show up in our prospect rankings. And that, and to be fair, that was Keith Law's argument is that oh, he said it? he pays attention. Yeah. He considers all prospects in a system, including like young international players or whatever. Yeah, but that's that's I didn't read it, but but that's the thing because we are very top heavy. I would put our top ten going through, you know, the obvious top with Rutschman and Rodriguez and Hall, going all the way down through Kowser and Hurst and Hurstat. And 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 um, 
um, Jordan Westberg. I would put our top 10 next to anyone in baseball. But when Keith Law does it, he looks at, you know, who, who's the starting third baseman in, in single A. Exactly. Right? Um, and I don't like some it, guy but I can. From the Dominican Republic, who right. we weren't interested in, in, in signing three years ago, and now we are. Yeah, I don't like it, but I understand it. Yeah, it's, but for me, I, I'm okay with it too, because for me, Josh, what would you rather have? A, a lot of depth in your farm system or a lot of top end ta- ta- talent? Oh, I want top end talent. I'm tired of waiting. I need the no talent doubt. now. And there's I no also, doubt. and even more, I don't care about projections. We'll talk about them on here because it's something to talk about and it's a conversation piece. But I just want to win ball games. I don't yeah. care if Keith Law is right or wrong. I just want to win ball games. Well, it's like, what would you rather have? A Grayson Rodriguez who projects to be a number one or two starter or like five guys who project to be a five or four starter? Like, right. no, thank you. Give me the one or two starter. I'll figure out the four and five guy. I'll yeah, figure give me that the star. out. You get, because that's what you need in baseball. You, you need top of the rotation pitchers, and you either have to spend all your money on getting one or develop them yourself. So I, I'd rather take Grace Rodriguez than 10 decent starting pitchers. I'll take one great one. That's what we got. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> what does the no more steroid testing articles that came out everywhere today actually mean in baseball? Uh, nothing. Next question. Nothing. nothing. It's a stupid. It's lockout. They're not testing. Yeah. Move I, on. I didn't know that was. I would assume they weren't testing. Right. Exactly. It'll be renewed once the CBA is renewed. Yeah. It's a non-story. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up. Uh, what do you think of the Washington Commanders? Do you like the name? Um, I like how how. <laughs> and credit this to the Tony Coin has a show, and Tony was saying this, who's a Washington football team fan. First of all, I always thought the Washington football team was a great team name. I love that name. Um, I, I totally love that name. Yes, the Commanders in in you know Washington Washington D.C. the capital of the United States of America. Commanders, people like to shorten names. It's going to be shortened to the commies. Yeah, it is. And so you're and, rooting for the commies, right? Which is kind of cool. In DC. I, got it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like so, it. I get the Russian connection. I like the commies. Um, yeah. I think it's hilarious that the people who hate on the Redskins' new name the most is the Redskins fans. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't, like, I hear I, commanders. I mean, I I'm like, you know what? In 2022, with your name selections are already, everyone's going to judge you. I'm okay with the commanders. Yeah, I don't care. I, I really don't care. I mean, I think it's better than, than, than the Wizards. I, I I like the it's, bullets growing up. Yeah, it's way better. I never than understood the wizards. The wizards. I, no. never, I still don't understand the wizards. No. As a, as a they were, they were, the commanders make a little bit of sense. The wizards got out in front of woke culture way too early. Well, come on, God. you can't you have a called the bullets. That was a little bit much. Well, with, with a ball, picture of a bullet as their logo. That's a bit. It, much. it was cool. And yeah. remember, they were the Baltimore Bullets before they were the Washington Bullets. Right, right. Was that before or after Gilbert Arenas brought a loaded gun into the locker room? <laughs> that was yeah, after. The, he was a wizard. He was never no, a bullet. Was, he was a wizard. But Bullets is a little bit much. I, I could see it. Yeah. yeah, but they were. They were before the the Redskins and the, you know, the Indians were canceled. The, the, bullets, bull, were canceled. the bullets were canceled. Yeah, Nobody yeah. talks about the Bullets enough That's being canceled. Right. We, well, we cancel violence before we cancel uh, cultural things. <laughs> All right, um, where'd your TikTok go? You lose your TikTok steam? Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I had a baby, Josh, and I had COVID. Okay? <laughs> I know, I know. COVID plus baby plus COVID equals no TikTok. Though so I, I can't figure out. 
I turned and, the notifications and, off for TikTok on my phone, but they still send me no 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 notifications on here. I got to. Oh, I don't. I have notifications turned off. I don't get any TikTok notifications. Oh, I, every like once a day, I get and something like someone posts a video. Come that's why it. I haven't done any TikTok because I forget, especially with no baseball. Yeah. No, I, I gotta get. I gotta go back. Once uh, once we get the baseball season, I can definitely have some TikToks that I can talk about, and then once we get Birdland tonight rolling again, that'll fall into more TikTok stuff. I mean, there's plenty to talk about. I mean, we've already gone an hour in this podcast, and we haven't gotten to our ball for you. We're not going to get the ball for you. Let's be real. Uh, let's I'm close out. TikTok about my new video game. All right. Well, no, we can. We'll talk about that in a moment. Right. Let's. But real quick, let's close out the ball bag with our Super Bowl predictions. Mm. Wait, why? Why are we doing Super Bowl predictions now? Is the Super Bowl this week? Is it yeah, this it is. All right. Yeah, it is this week. All right. You're right. We didn't do it last week. This yeah. week is the Super Bowl. Are you excited for the halftime show? Uh, who's the halftime show? Uh, Snoop Dogg, Dre, Eminem, oh, uh, Ice Cube. Generation. Yeah, it's like basically our generation oh, yeah. of all. Like, it's it's exciting. It's the first time uh, that I there was a Super Bowl halftime show that I'm like, oh, I like all these artists. I forgot about Dre. No, yeah, I'm excited about that. Actually, yeah, I'm excited about those artists. So, um, no, I Josh, I put a small wager at the beginning of the season. Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Uh, let's see, NWA, Dr. Dre. Yeah, he's one of my faves. Yeah, no, I told you it's, it's a great lineup. Yeah. It's more, it's way more exciting than the, than the game this year. Yeah, if you if you throw Nas to that mix, I would be uh, I'd be ready to throw a party. For that <laughs> Nas, you mean? Did Nas, you say yeah. Nas? 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 Yeah, not little Nas X. I'm not talking about little Nas. I'm talking about the original Nas. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, I don't know little Nas X. The, the original Nas. The original Nas. Um, no, the, but I put a small wager on the Rams to begin the season, so that I'm kind of pulling for the Rams for for that reason. But um, oh, I oh yeah, I forgot. I hate the Bengals. I just remembered. I hate the Bengals. So I hope the Rams win by three touchdowns. Madden has predicted that the Bengals will win twenty-four to twenty-one. Okay, Vegas um, says they're. I think the Rams are four and a half points for, 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 for I am, favorites. I hate cocky Burrows. Yeah, I'm irritated by it. I I'm annoyed by it before everyone else hated Burrows. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, oh, oh! Do you, you see what the latest thing is? He's all over Twitter because he works out and doesn't turn on his Instagram feed when he works out. Do you see this? What? Well, he no. He's, he he said a quote about how you know today's athletes should work out without. Putting it on their Instagram or something. Doesn't everyone do that? Praising um, Joy Burrow for his humility. He works out I, without posting it on Insta feed. I work out. It. it doesn't go on social media. Yeah. Praise yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm done with Joe Burrows. I'm, I, I'm I just, picking the Rams. I, I want the Rams and Joe Burrows to get hurt. Yeah. So. I don't want. I'm not. I'm never rooting for injuries. I never. I, I, just, for I just did that for you to see if you pick up on the injury. Uh-huh. You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? What's your name again? It's ball bag. I'm posh. Here was here was the quote to get it right. Someone asked him about advice for young athletes. His advice for young athletes was don't have a workout and go post it on Instagram. Work in silence. That was his post. Joe Burrows is a young athlete. Yeah. Get over yourself. Yeah. I mean, I prefer – it's similar to, but I prefer Lamar Jackson's – what's his – 
Um, no one cares where Carter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody cares where Carter. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of prefer that, but, but I get it. I mean, I get it. The Bengals are fans are spitting are smitten with uh, Joey Burrow the same way we're smitten with, or the sa- same way I should say, <laughs> the same way Raven fans should be smitten with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't think Raven fans are. Yeah. They should be, but yeah. All right. Um, Let's just get to a real quick uh, – let's not even do ball four. Tell me about your video game. You got a new video game. Yeah, Josh. Um, it's actually really good. It's what is it? Cars 3. Cars 3. Yeah. As in the, after the movie Cars 3 or did yeah, they make the three – movie as in the Disney movie Cars. So they didn't make three video games for no. Cars 3. No. What, I, what, I, so is this on your GameCube? No, it's on PlayStation. It's on PlayStation. And easy control, so size can play it. And it's actually it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm a fan of it. Um, I like how every time you get a like every time you do a race, it like reveals another race track. So you kind of size is always pumped to see the next race race track. And there's a bunch of race tracks on there. All right, let's see. Um, cars Cars Three, driven to win. Yeah, it's actually a really good video game. I'm, did I'm, you down Did you download impressed. it, or did you go to GameStop and buy it used? No, I bought it at GameStop used. <laughs> All right, downloadable. It's forty bucks. How much did you pay for it? Um, 29 bucks. Okay. All right. 29 bucks. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's a, ra- it's a racing game. Yeah. Just racing. Just, just cars racing. Um, but it's right. a good game. How's, South, how's South Silas South. do with that compared to Mario Kart? He, he loves it. He, he always finishes last place. Um, okay. cause he de- you got to do a little bit of the drifting and kind of do tricks to get up your turbo. Uh-huh. And he, and he doesn't know how to do any tricks or, or do the drifting. So he just kind of goes, but he, and he likes to, I'm trying, there's a playground mode where you have to unlock this level where you can just kind of drive around and it's right. not a race. You just drive around. That's what he really, cause he just likes to drive around and find shortcuts. He's all like, it's so yeah. sad when you find a shortcut. Yeah. So we got to get to the playground mode. So oh, you have to unlock that. Stuff. No, I haven't unlocked that yet, gotcha. but I like it. Unlike Mario Kart. Those little conniving things where you had to win first place in like difficulty mode to unlock yeah. any of the courses. This like you just you just race a race and they unlock a new course just for racing. The oh, race. so just playing. Yeah, just playing. Yeah, so, you know what the difference is. As video games, as you go with newer and newer video games, they are easier and easier and easier. Is that true? Well, think about any video games we played as kids. Go back and play any of those NES games. They're all, yeah. they're impossible. They're so hard. Even the Sega and, Genesis. I remember playing like yeah. Lion King and Aladdin, these kids' games. Right. <laughs> they, so hard. they made the games easier and easier for kids. Yeah. And it's so yeah, it's definitely that's definitely that's the difference between Mario Kart and Cars Three Driven to Win. But do you know what my idea was, Josh? The notes say you have a video game idea. I so feel like tell I me about it. In to Cosmo Kramer coming up with all these crazy ideas. Uh-huh. You got to open up the chicken shop. I, I think I've been stuck in my house too long. Okay. Um, but I've just like ever since that s'mores idea I had, which turns yeah. out to be an idea that other we people have, already we had before me. No, we haven't talked about the s'mores idea on the podcast. Okay. That was that was just a Christmas idea you had. Well, so my, you want to share idea. about s'mores or your sure. new idea? Just my, my quick idea about s'mores is I thought all those ice cream truck vans, you know, that do 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 should convert no, 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 that s'mores vans. They don't play they don't play like witches that's music. Do 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 No that all those ice cream truck vans could convert and should convert to to uh, hot chocolate s'mores <laughs> vans. It was actually originally just hot chocolate and coffee, but then you guys convinced me to add s'mores to it. And then I had this brilliant idea. I was, I was ready to invest a million dollars in it and buy my own s'mores van. But then I found out this thing already exists and a lot mm. of people already do it. I had a business idea this week as well. 
uh, that I have not Googled to see if it exists because I think it's such a good idea that it probably exists. And if I Google it and see that it exists, I will oh, be disappointed. What's your idea? Well, you're going to give me your video game idea first? Oh, and then my idea last week was intermission at, at the movie theaters. A small but I think powerful idea. Oh, bad idea. Horrible idea. Okay. I think that's a great idea. The intermission – You okay, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to let that go. I don't understand why you would think that's a bad idea. <laughs> because it but takes you out of the story. It does not. You yeah, It takes you one minute <laughs> to get back into the story. It does not – no, then you, got, then you got everyone at the theater going to the bathroom at the same time. My theater does not have enough urinals for that. Okay. I don't think everyone's There's no Bucky's bathrooms at my bar. movie I'm theater. Going to snack bar. I'm not. I'm 42 years old. I'm going to the urinal before and after every movie. Okay. If there's an intermission, that's where I'm going to. I don't know if the technology allows my video game idea, but it feels like we're at the point where technology should be okay. able to do this. <laughs> Let's All go. Right. I was I went on for a, I was going for a walk thinking about this. I went for a walk with my kids through the playground, <clears> and I thought, how cool would it be to have Cars Three take place in Stonehurst Court, Annapolis, Maryland, at my house? Right. So, like, like using why Google can't Maps. we put yeah the maps and not just for driving games? We can do Call of Duty. We can do whatever games, but have like actual. I mean, we do Google Maps have an actual map of my neighborhood and I don't have know. that be the race course or have that be the, the fighting arena. I don't know, but I love your idea. I love the idea of taking my phone through your house and like scanning your whole house with my yes. phone. Even and then we're playing house. Yes. Yeah. And then we're playing GoldenEye in your house. Yeah. I love that idea. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's in the next level. Like they have those fighting games take place in my house with all my rooms. Cause certainly, yeah. yeah, we can do this on the phone. We can scan it and then like upload it and like have that be our, our, I like your idea. I, uh, yeah, really. yeah. I don't think we're quite there yet, but I like where you're going. I think yeah. we'll get pretty there. Good idea. Pretty, yeah, that's a, that's pretty good idea. idea. Out of my that's three not, ideas not so far, s'mores intermission. Here's the. This is my best idea yet. The problem is the s'more one is the only one that you could actually do. Well, yeah, the intermission I could lobby for it, but it would make no difference in my life. Right, right. you can start protesting, I'm not but it's not. Any a, money it's not it, a yeah. business idea. <laughs> no. Unless I like uh, rolling there with a food 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 truck, right? right. I, a food cart, strolling with a food cart, yeah, and like say Paul's the movie, yeah, no. All right, all right. Here's my idea. Okay, you want to know my business idea? And someone's yes. gonna tell me this already exists. So, all right, there's a lot of loser adults that like don't have friends right now. Yeah, you know, it's Raise really my hard. Raise yeah. my hand is one me of me too. Yes. It's really yes. hard to make friends. But yeah. I like but I like playing games. Especially grown men, I feel like. Right. I like yeah. playing games. I like playing against other people. So why isn't there a place in the strip mall that is like a, a it can be a game store, but what it really does is host game tournaments and game nights of both board games and video games, like a bowling alley would, except instead of league night for bowling, it's league night for uh Settlers of Catan or Wingspan or League Night of Madden. League night of the NBA, whatever, NBA jam, whatever the current NBA is, where you make all your money through these leagues, going through board games and video games to have big tournaments all the time. Plus, you can sell the games and stuff, too, if you need to make extra money. So what you're saying is what people normally just do, invite friends over to their house At home, and play games. They don't have friends, so, so go against strangers. This, we have to go somewhere and pay to hang yes. out with other people and Correct. do these things that we used to do at home with our friends. Yeah, so that you can make new friends. And you have a bar there. 
you have a bar so you can sell drinks. Yeah. And it's just like, why do you, like, all these old people go and do bowling leagues yeah. and stuff. So, dude, it's, my concept is based after bowling, but with even, or like darts, bowling, all these leagues that bars and stuff have, but it's re- centered around games and competitions. No, I think it's a good idea. I mean, I do have, there is a local game store here in Centerville over the Eastern Shore that has this stuff, but it's more geared towards, um, I don't know how to say this. I'm not, no, no, I'm not doing World of, War, World of Warcraft. That's, I, I'm Dungeons not going Dragons, is that a thing? Yeah, like, yeah. You're not painting your figurines in my yeah, store. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little particular clientele. It's a niche clientele. No, this is no Warhammer 3000 or whatever that store was when we were kids. Yeah. No, this is for cool people. Yeah, that what was that? was that the store that was over there by Harbor Center uh, yes. by the movie theater? Yes, yes. <laughs> just all these figurines people are yeah, painting. Yeah, you go paint your figurines and yeah. then yeah, we're not doing that in my store. We're doing yeah, like whatever happened to those stores? You don't see those very often. No, I, I play this like baseball uh, dice rolling game. That's about as nerdy as it can get in my in my place. And and there there is though Josh like in Marley Mall, I believe one of these malls. I think it's Marley Mall has maybe it's not Marley Mall, maybe it's a different mall I've been to. In Maryland, it has like these arcades, but they're just like group video games, right? And, and I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that, and I get that. But I don't want to. But a lot of times, those have it where it's like you rent it out for birthday parties or whatever, yeah. and that's fine. We can make money renting it out on birthday parties on Saturday mornings. That's fine. But what I want is like a Madden league where you line up and we do the schedule and just like a bowling league where you come on Tuesday night and you're playing these three guys in Madden and your rankings are up on the big board. So everyone can come and see how much you suck at Madden compared to everyone else in your neighborhood. No, I think you might be onto something. I think this is also why those axe throwing places became really popular. Yeah, because adults need something to do. Where they can drink and hang out with other adults and do something. Yeah. I, I think went, there's a need for that, yeah. Kelly and I went to Dave & Buster's a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was awesome. My yeah. first time to Dave & Buster's in a while. I spent all the money, played all the video games. It was awesome. I beat her in almost everything. Not really. It was about 50-50. But I was like, why can't I get in a league, a league with all these things and play these games all the time against people? I, I want really my like Chuck E. Cheese with the kids. I like Chuck E. Cheese. I'm it's like, you know, when we, when we had um, – uh, I forget the name of the store. The video game store that was in the food court, you would go there and you'd walk over to the video game to see who's ranked at the top of the list yeah. before you put your quarters in to see, make sure your initials are still on the board. Yeah. That's, that's my idea. It's a big board in there where we can see when you come to Madden night, you can see who's the best Madden players. Yeah. So if anyone wants to invest, I got a great spot, lots of shopping centers coming up. You pay the rent, I'll do everything else. All right. Josh's offer is on the table. Come to Florida. If anybody wants to land get of opportunity me, is in Florida. If anybody wants to get on board with me with my s'mores and coffee and hot chocolate <laughs> truck idea, <laughs> you know my Twitter handle. <laughs> DM me. All right. <laughs> well, no more ball four because we went off the tangent on on business ideas. Should we do a yeah. bonus show one day of just business ideas? I'm telling you what, Josh, I'm coming up with them left and right. I, I think... only share my best ones here on the podcast. I got other if ones get, to share out. If we only get the past, best ones, make the podcast. If we get past Super Bowl and there's no baseball to talk about, I think a I think a special episode where we just both present. We just it's Shark Tank for three three six. Okay. We we present. Maybe we even maybe we even bring a judge. Maybe it's yeah. a Zany Burt Roadie, yeah. and we present and make our pitches, and we see who comes up with the best idea for a business. All right, all right. Yeah, I got some stuff in the cooker. All right, <laughs> sounds good. All right, let's get out of here because I got some lesson plans and packing to do. Yeah, you got to catch a flight. 
Yep. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. If you stayed this long, props <laughs> to you. Through all this nonsensical talk and ideas. Um, props to you if you stayed this long. You just were given two business ideas for free. You're welcome. That, that, that's right. You're welcome. You can you can tweet us uh, your thoughts on our business proposals. Who's a better business proposal? Uh, my proposal, though it's less realistic of putting video game maps, <laughs> our, our real houses in our video game maps. Um, oh, you know Josh's what? Idea of, <laughs> we don't need to recap our ideas. Huh? Uh, and send me names for what my business can be because I can't think of a good name for this business. Um, but we do have a new review over on, over on iTunes. Oh, really? So it paid off to announce the iTunes reviews at the beginning of the show. So here we are this year, this week, doing it again at the very end of the show. All right. I promise we'll wrap the show after this. After this. But shout out, to, shout out to Kevin, who says, great Baltimore sports podcast. As a Baltimore transplant living in California, I enjoyed hearing Josh and Matt speak from a fan's perspective about the O's and the Ravens. I especially enjoy Josh's Xbox saga and look forward to seeing this through the end. Okay. There are... They are insightful and honest, and they come across as true fans and not crusty crabs. Aside from sports, I enjoy their playful stories about their personal lives. Keep up the good work, fellas. Okay. I think, I think hey, we gave the guy a PlayStation update. We got well into our personal lives and some and business some ideas. And Orioles talk. Yeah, we, and an honest Orioles talk. We hit for the uh, cycle today. Yeah, no Ravens talk today. I don't really care to get into like, the but we team get president changing. But we did cover Super Bowl. And we did our Joe Burr's report. We both hate him. That's right. Hope he fails miserably on the Super Bowl. All right, boys and girls, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show at Section336Show. Like that guy did, you can go to iTunes and write us a review. Tell us how awesome we are. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Roca. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. And go Rams. And, and go s'mores. baseball. Only scores. Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. 
and 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.